Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games in the Game Pass Collection. Bring you three new perspectives and varying skill range. I am the overlord of this episode, Andrew. With me, the one who is definitely a clone, Keith. Hello. And the one who will not stop abducting cows. Please, we have enough. Liz. Hey, guys. This week, we had a listener pick from our good friend Javier from Nerd Talk Plus Podcast. He recommended that we play Destroy All Humans by THQ, but this is the remastered version and it's done by THQ Nordic. Very similar company, but slightly different. So uh, thank you, Javier, for the recommendation. But Destroy All Humans is a third-person action game where you are a little alien who's hell-bent on destroying all humans. Who would have thought? So going around, I will start. For me, this was a game. I played this back in the day. This originally came out in 2008, I think it was. Uh, I played it then, and I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, the game definitely kind of shows a little bit of wear, like, like a little bit of its age. But overall, as a remaster, I think this is really good. The graphics themselves, I think, are a big improvement. But this is just kind of a fun, short, sweet game. So this was a game for me. Yeah, I, I in some ways felt like I was just playing like Maneater on land with with aliens. <laughs> uh, it had a lot of the same feel of that in, in many, many ways to me. But it's a really fun game. And whether you beat it or don't beat it, it's uh, it's also like 12 hours. So it's, it's kind of worth it, I think. For me, it's a pass. Uh, odd man out, I guess. Uh, for me, I, I didn't play the original, and a lot of people online were super nostalgic for this game, and I just couldn't get into it. For me, it was more the gameplay than anything. So for me, I'm gonna give it a pass. Keith, I want to know did you did you ever play the original? I did not. Um, I think it was actually on PlayStation Two. Yeah, it was like on all the things back say. then. And uh, and so I wanted to like I remember looking at it and going, oh, that looks pretty fun, but. I never played it, no, until this one, the remaster. So getting more into the story, uh, the overall story is you are, there are basically two aliens left. You're known as the Furons, and you're a dying species. But back in the day, you guys ended up spreading your DNA all over the galaxy. So the humans on Earth have Furon DNA, and your race is essentially a race of clones. You have your overlord, who's Pox, and then you play the character Crypto who is just Crypto 147. So you're the 147th clone. And every time you're cloned, you're not as good as the other ones. So your whole goal is to come to Earth and try to extract the DNA to improve the DNA of the Furons because you guys are a dying species. And this place takes place in like the 1950s, sometime around there. They don't give like an exact year. But this is during the time where it's like after World War II and it's kind of the Cold War, you know. Everyone's looking out for the commies, and you come out as an alien, and everyone, whatever reason, thinks you're a commie, even though you're clearly an alien. But yeah, what did you guys think of the story? I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't engaging in the aspect of like, ooh, what happens next? Yeah. But I, I liked it because almost like what we talked about missing in Man Eater is it just went full in on the comedy. Really, there was no like mushy anything like that, or not the Man Eater was, but it was just it was. It, it went straight hard on. Like, oh, yeah. It was definitely a lot I of satire. That. Yeah. So I appreciated that it was just, it stuck to what it was. And I, I at least watched all of the, the little clips. I didn't skip Whoa. any unless it was a repeat. Yeah, I actually, well, cause one of my favorite things about it and maybe a little bit early, but the voice acting in this game is great because if you recognize Invader Zim, you will recognize Pox's yep. voice. And immediately I was hooked just on that. I was like, I want to hear all of this dialogue. I love this guy. So, I really liked the story. 
my issue is that there's just so many stereotypes. Like, I actually wish they got more into the story because it was just, they're evil, and then everyone on Earth, they're idiots. <laughs> and then they just, like... So it's realistic. Yeah, but it's just, like, I mean, I don't know. They're just, I feel like it was just cheap shots. Yeah. They're just a bunch of hillbilly See, I, I thought that was the beauty of it. I just think they did a, a bit too much of it. I feel like it could have been a little bit more subtle, and I feel like... With comedy, like, sometimes subtlety is a little bit better than just, like, slapping in the face with the same joke over and over again. I see where you're coming like, from. Like, how many times do they have to say, Martha, get my gun? It's like, okay, it was funny the first, like, thousand times that I heard it. <laughs> I see, where- see, but I think that's more about, the like, and I don't disagree with you, Liz, because that did get tiresome. But I think that's just a product more of... Uh, I don't know. A, a lot of games suffer from that. They just the the background dialogue gets repeated over and over and over again, and it just gets to be too much. Especially for an older but, game like this. But I loved the yeah. So, but I actually loved that they went just really full slapstick. They recognized that hey, this can just be stupid. It can be funny, and I don't know. You're just destroying all humans. So it's really the point of the game. I also think too though that they should have had more interesting characters. The main reason why I really liked crypto was because he sounded like jack nicholson that's the only thing that kind of got me hooked with the characters but otherwise they were i mean i, I didn't find any of them interesting yeah I, I see where you're like coming from liz i do wish there was a little more interesting characters because yes yeah, he said you know your your overlord pox who's voiced by the same guy from invaders in he's great he actually has like a lot of diversity to his character like he actually he's not so one note he has some goofy and dumb moments Crypto, on the other hand, is is super boring. The character you're playing, he's just I want to I'm angry and I want to kill people. For me, I could care less about the main character. There was just no depth to him, and the villains, the humans that are in the game, also too like there wasn't much depth to them. I think if they just added a couple of them at the very end, so the main bad guy you're fighting is the leader of the Men in Black. They don't call them Men in Black; they call them Men in Dark Suits because you know they want to get sued. But there's the leader of them. He's like the main bad guy. And at the very end, it kind of reveals stuff about him and was kind of an interesting character. But then you instantly beat them and they're gone. And it's just like, that was really disappointing. If they just, I felt like if they really worked on the main villain, this game would have such a more interesting story. But I see where you're coming from is, but as far as like the whole satire, I like, because I mean, you're an anti-hero, you're killing humans. You don't want to be killing people you love. You don't want to be seeing a character that's super nice and friendly and jolly, and then you're blasting them like, nobody wants that. You say that, but then they're like, kill all the cops. And I was just like, this goes against everything that I want to do. <laughs> like, I felt awful. And I, I feel like with most games, when you're, you know, accidentally killing civilians, it's, it's I don't know. I just like, I didn't really, I didn't like it in this game. I don't generally like it anyways. But I almost feel like they were kind of going for like a pinky in the brain kind of thing. And, um, which I, I really liked. But one thing that I noticed is that, the characters, like, I want, if they're just like people in the game that you end up killing. I feel like the agents all looked alike. They had a couple of the same girls that were walking around. It's like, are there <laughs> quadruplets in this, like, small town? And so you're just seeing the same people just, like, duplicated. Oh, yeah. There was a couple of jocks that were identical. Maybe they switched, like, a little bit, like, a tiny bit of something. But it's like, if you're not going to create characters, can you at least, like, make them look different? Yeah, no, I agree with that. There's a lot of remodels. No, but I, I think that's honestly a product of this was originally on a game that ran on playstation 2 and the only thing that they changed about it was they made the graphics look nice and i don't know maybe if there was some bugs or something i guess maybe they could fix that but at the end of the day i 
I do get what you're saying, but I, I think that's, again, kind of typical of any game of this type of style where, I mean, if you're just kind of out to just kill, destroy, there's not going to be a lot of diversity in them. So I didn't really have a problem with the fact that there was, I think, yeah, you're right, probably like 12 character models total. Yeah. One thing I absolutely did not notice about this or missed somewhere along in the storyline is it never occurred to me that you were the two remaining aliens of your species. I'm sure it was said somewhere, but it like just didn't click with me. That that I was like, I don't know. There's a whole so bunch that's of why us. they're arguing like, like a married couple. They're yeah. just stuck together. Yeah, that makes so sense. You picked up on that. But, that was literally the first cutscene. <laughs> That's him explaining I, why I you're on Earth. Was half... Well, I mean, I I thought you were going down to just get your other friend that got stuck there. I didn't hear him say that they were the last two, but it does. It really does make sense more in terms of like their actual relationship. And and well, your character it's actually Crypto One Three Seven. I had to double check because you said One Four Seven. Oh, so close. So, suck on that, Andrew. Andrew. Seriously, I overlord my butt, <laughs> but. All I'm saying is, is that, yeah, he was dumb, but I think they played on it well with the use of Pox in the sense that, like, there's missions you would fail, like the uh, Rampage missions, and he'd just start making fun of you. He'd be like, oh, I'm Pox. I just like to destroy things. And then just <laughs> like, you didn't do that. So I I don't know. I think he was meant to be that. And I think, like you said, they're, they're clones of each other. And so every time they go further down the chain, it's like, copying a key and then copying the copy of the key it just degrades over time so yeah he's kind of just dumb he's a but grunt if somebody so talked to me like sense. that i would not do the work i'd say you get down there and do it <laughs> calling me stupid and tell me get back to the ship like order me around no thank you but it's i mean he uh, he keeps talking about all he likes to do is destroy the humans so you know he's not going to get mad if he gets yelled at to do it he wants to do it yeah so getting into the gameplay though what did you guys think of it? So this game very much is, it's very linear with some open world moments, but the missions themselves ranged, I thought, from being pretty fun to just being so boring. Like, I, overall, I, I really enjoyed the gameplay of this game. It's it's very simple. There's nothing too difficult about it. Well, difficult for me. Liz, on the other hand, we'll get to that. But, uh, Rude. <laughs> but yeah, for me, it like... Some of the missions just for me didn't go with the story. You're you're here to destroy all humans, but it's very much just like, hey, we're gonna sneak around this level just to like scan some brains, and then you get to destroy them. And it's just like I, I don't know. There was a lot of times where I'm just like, I don't get the sneaking parts. I complained about that to you. Yeah. And for me, like this really had so many elements of gameplay that I do not like. I don't like things that are timed. I don't like tower defense. Um, what you like, you were just, I just, there was so much that I was just like, oh, I like just hoping that I would get something that I liked next. And even like the challenges, like I didn't really like, cause it's the same thing with like things that are timed and like racism. I, I really struggled. <laughs> See, this had, this had feels of me of like sunset overdrive, but not as good. Like sunset <laughs> overdrive was, well, like from, a, I don't know. It was like a traversal. Is, is, is it wanted to have these traversal aspects, I guess is what I'm saying. And like, really all you had was your jetpack and your skate. And yeah, they were slightly faster, but they didn't do much for you. What I would have liked is, yeah, if they incorporated more of the stealth actually, but do it more and like give your character a stealth weapon, give them a way to like assassinate or, you know, little things like that, that could have made it feel more 
useful. But otherwise, I agree. Like it's one of the final missions. You have to follow a um, a car parade. Oh, that one was boring for the president. And it's like four and a half minutes, and it's not even hard. You just slowly walk, slowly walk, slowly walk, scan some brains, slowly walk, and then you fight a bunch of guys and go, okay, I'm done with this level. I agree. The missions themselves were boring. The gameplay itself is fun. I see. I also would hit the wrong button. So if you hit X, it starts, (laughs) you know, taking their brain. It's going to kill them. And there's no way to stop it. Once you hit it, it's like, okay, you failed the mission. And in some cases, if like, so I, I would accidentally, and this is on me, this isn't the game's fault, <laughs> but I mean to hit Y. And it, it was also confusing too, because it would tell you that you needed to like, um, listen to their thoughts or whatever, whatever it's called. And, but it would tell you on the screen to hold X. And so when I see that pop up and I'm about to do something, I hit X. So for me, I just thought that was really dumb yeah that was that was a weird because design choice. i knew i need to hit y but if it pops up hold x i'm like oh okay i'm gonna hold x and it's gonna do something different nope nope you're gonna fail the mission <laughs> it was odd that yeah x as liz said is always to extract the brain but every once in a while it would give you the prompt to implant a command which isn't a normal ability you get it's it's literally just responding to the prompt and it was just yeah it was weird like why didn't they just do it why I don't know why they used that. Well, because it would, I think it was like left on the D-pad or one of the D-pad buttons that you're supposed to do. And it has nothing to do with X. And so that's why I just found it really irritating because I would just in- instinctively, you know, go for it. I, I, I know what you're talking about. And, it, and it's not a great system. Fortunately, yeah, I think I caught it and I just hit right on the D-pad as I think what it was or something like that. But I, I know what you're saying. It's, it is a weird, just, I don't know. I, I didn't like how they approached it. But that's what, again, made the missions kind of just like... They were there to give you a reason to have all those places and to like add some value to the game. But each of those places, and this is where you were talking about with the open-worldness of it, is they have four separate challenges built into each yeah. of them and like little robots you can collect. Those were the most fun of the game yeah. because, again, the gameplay itself is fun. And going through those challenges, some of them are pretty dang easy some of them gave me a little bit of a struggle and i still haven't beat and or played all of them necessarily but i played far more than enough of them so yeah like this that's i agree keith like that's when for me the game really opened up when it really just let you go to the free world and do your own thing i have a lot of fun just mindlessly blasting humans and or getting in my spaceship and leveling the town like i i just wish the missions were more structured around that you had more options to solve the missions but the missions were very much like, no, you got to be stealth. You can't go past this area. You can't do this thing. You just have to follow, like stay within the lane. And I don't like that because they try to vary it up. There's honestly too much stealth. The stealth is very easy in this game. It's very much you take a disguise and on your minimap, there's circles. Don't go in those circles. That's it. That's all you got to do. Very simple. And there's just too much of it. Anytime there was a mission of like, I personally don't mind defending the towers. It, when the game just lets me just let loose and kill a bunch of people, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to destroy all humans, and that's what I like. And that's those were my favorite. Yeah, I just I wish this game had more open world. One complaint I had about the the side missions there. So you have the one Armageddon. You're in your ship, and it's like here's this town, and so you're thinking, okay, I destroy the heck out of this town. That's how I win this mission, and you sort of can. 
But really, at the end of the day, no, there's like this little side thing that's like drain vehicles to these marked vehicles and you'll get bonus points or this marked item. And that's how you won the mission. You just found them on the map, picked those up and you would easily beat it. <laughs> so like I, I was kind of disappointed in that whole thing. I was like, this could have been so much more fun. Like, yeah, sure, you can go around and destroy everything, but you're not going to beat the challenge that way. So don't bother. <laughs> I remember when this game first came out, like, I remember that aspect of this game blew my mind where you could get in your spaceship and you can actually like level the city land from your spaceship and like walk around the rubble kind of thing like that. I mean, nowadays it's, this is, uh, this isn't a lot of games, so it's not as impressive. And uh, unfortunately too, like this is one of the earlier games that actually let you kind of do this kind of thing, which makes it really cool. But it also, unfortunately, once again, didn't affect the game because once you just blow up the city, it, it just respawns nobody says anything like it's it doesn't really have any effect so it's not like oh cool if i maybe blow up these buildings i can make it easier for my mission to sneak around or do anything like that no it's just it's just kind of a fun random side thing which kind yeah that's true oh sorry go ahead liz which what you're saying like it kind of reminds me um i wanted to ask you guys what you guys thought about the upgrades you're talking about how like you it doesn't help you later on i felt like the upgrades I didn't notice too much. And I, what really bothered me at first, and then I realized it's part of the game, Liz, relax. <laughs> but yeah, you have to unlock certain things. So even if you have, like, the the money, like, for instance, I was like, oh, you can anal probe? Like, let me unlock that. But I was like, oh, it's I can't do that yet. I have to wait until later in the in the game. Yeah. So did you guys like the upgrades? Did you get frustrated you had to wait like I did? <laughs> overall, I liked them. Because overall, the gameplay isn't too difficult when it actually comes to, like, fighting people. It's so you could actually not need any of the upgrades and you could still beat this game. It's not like important that you need the upgrades. You get four weapons on your character and you get three in your ship. And I actually liked all of them. I thought they were quite diverse and really interesting and fun. But as far as the upgrades, I like the upgrades. Uh, my favorite was the brain extracting because you get an upgrade where it essentially becomes like a disease. When you extract one person's brain, it infects, people. it infects the other people yeah. around them, and it just basically keeps spreading. And eventually, you upgrade it too, where the people will actually join your side before their brain gets extracted. It's really cool. I loved like kind of the turning the tide of the fight, where you just have a bunch of people fighting for you, and then they give you all their brains. Which you told me that if you keep hitting X, it'll do it faster. Yeah. Which I didn't know. It probably popped up somewhere, and I wasn't paying attention. Only but... in the load screen. In the load screen, there's a tooltip. That's oh, where okay. I saw it, and there's an achievement for it. Oh, you're done with it? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh. No, no, no. That's fine. I was I was expecting you to go somewhere with that. Because I had something. and then But then I spaced out. And, um, did I finish my thought? I, I don't know. <laughs> now I think I forgot. Oh, crap. Well, what did you think of the upgrades? Oh, the upgrades. Right. Um, so, I don't know. As far as the upgrades, I agree with you, Andrew. I don't think you really needed them. And the most you needed really was upgrade your electrical gun and upgrade the brain extractor. And you could pretty easily beat everything well no the one you but, really need is the dash to get the skate you need the skate in oh, order to do that challenge for the race that is true but, oh so if you're talking about yeah doing all the challenges i think ultimately if you're if you're talking about that you need to upgrade pretty much everything oh, that's true, because yeah. th th there's like you have to abduct vehicles and all kinds of stuff like that which you can't do without the upgrades so from that aspect you need everything i think they're interesting and i and i where you were saying is I like how it changed the way that the guns performed or the, the weapons performed in particular. I actually think I like just the, the straight up blaster. I thought that was fun. Oh, my favorite. And, like, I, things up I, that was pretty entertaining. <laughs> and, and 
that one too the upgrades get pretty cool on it like you can chain that across multiple people then and which also gives you brains yep or the equivalent of or something i don't know so you can so those were really cool the one thing i wish is that each of the guns had like a secondary fire that was the one thing i wanted yeah outside of that i agree the the weapons were all diverse enough that i felt like i was i had different reasons to use different ones for one thing like you didn't use the anal probe on a tank but you used the detonator and so, like, you were forced to use all of them. It wasn't too much, and they were all different enough that they were all fun to play with. And they changed throughout the game, so that just made it more fun. I just, I mean, I didn't mind the upgrades. I just didn't find them that exciting, which I feel bad because you guys are, are really about them. But <laughs> I did find that they, they became more helpful. Like, sometimes you play a game and the upgrades, you're just like, I don't really think it did anything. And I actually, I, I did like them. I just, it didn't excite me with the game at all. So when I saw that you could do upgrading, the first thing I wanted to do was a shield. Because especially when you're in your spaceship, you're, you're supposed to scan in order to rebuild your shield. I was just too lazy to do that. I would always forget. <laughs> and so for me, I'm just like, if I can make the shield like that much better, then I won't have to worry about it. Because when you're just by yourself and you're out of the ship, you can just steal people's brains and that will kill you. But yeah, I just, I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> like that's why you sucked liz <laughs> did you guys like the uh ship combat when like being in the ship and fighting no when you're riding on top of it yes when you're inside the ship fighting i didn't like the way that they <laughs> well, the camera was there were times the where cam- i really that was my biggest wanted was to zoom in zoom out be able to really manipulate my view and so for me i found that a little frustrating yeah well i mean first of all let me start out with when you said ship combat, I was thinking like you were suddenly talking about this part of the game I didn't play that you <laughs> fought other ships, like ship to ship combat. Yeah, see if you've That said, yeah, exactly. I mean, that would be kind of cool. But anyways, I I didn't think it was terrible. I I ultimately uh, used the was it right trigger, which would just do like the automatic shoot beneath yeah. you, and you could use that for all of your weapons. So I was just like, all right, this is cool. It it was easier it felt like it kind of locked onto things more so yeah i i predominantly used that and i didn't find it too bad but i do agree that the camera work wasn't exactly great uh, as a whole with the flying yeah the spaceship for me was like the funnest part but as far as like actual mission goes you're only in it like once or twice if it wasn't for the challenge missions of you to just like leveling the city i feel like you would barely use the spaceship and that made me sad like it's so cool like I remember back when I was like, like I said, when I was a kid, like this was the coolest aspect of just like leveling a city with my ray gun. Like, that's awesome. But there just it wasn't I felt like utilized. Instead, they went more stealth. And it's like, no, I mean, some missions you could use it. But I found myself going a lot and it always said not available. Yeah. So for me, I just kind of gave up on trying to use it. But I, I agreed. Like there were some times where I was like, oh, I just want to get my ship. And I was yeah. let me. <laughs> For a game called Destroy All Humans, there was too much stealth. That was just my biggest complaint. Oh, and it just makes me sad talking about it now because I love the gameplay. I think it's so much fun. No, but they were also oddly oblivious. Like, you would land your ship. Yeah, and like right in front of people. Spotted. Yeah, my my ship is sitting on a beach. And they're just like, eh, that's cool. You're good. You're good. But don't worry. I turned into, I turned into you know, Steve the... Um, right, or... Steve, the MVP quarterback. There we yep. go. And no one suspects a thing, which is also funny, too, because nope. when you possess them, they, like, freeze in time, but nobody cares. Nobody looks at that or anything different. 
Yeah, you can. I love doing that. You would you would take over somebody who's mid conversation, and they would just not. Move. The, yeah, and the other people just walk away. Like, yeah, this is normal. <laughs> this is typical Steve. Yeah. All right, <laughs> see you later, Bob. <laughs> uh, yeah, the AI overall is nothing too bright, but I mean, it's they're not like super dumb. It's just yeah, like when it comes to the AI, there's nothing remarkable about them. But I'm okay with that. This game for me was just very mindless and just fun simple destruction when it wasn't stealth yeah like if i like if i had to put 30 hours of gameplay into this to beat it i think i'd be uh uh, pretty much closer to a pass on that but having beaten this game in like it was probably about 12 hours i think total maybe less maybe a little more i don't know you're looking at seven and a half to 12 hours yeah and and i when i say the 12 i mean that's playing a majority of the challenge missions and beating them too like so I, as a whole, like I wouldn't mind going back and playing more of them. It's like, hey, I got thirty minutes to kill. I'll just fire this up and and try a couple challenges. So it's it's definitely very replayable to a certain degree, I guess, and because it's just fun. One thing I do think is kind of funny. This game is called Destroy All Humans, which apparently uh, consists of being only in America. And so I think that's kind of funny that this game. I like it, like. So the unfortunate thing is you only visit six locations and of course they only take place in America because, you know, that's where the world is. Let's be honest. Uh, (laughs) But I also thought it was odd that like you're literally in like the South, maybe some sort of Tennessee, North Carolina kind of area. It's kind of hard to tell with the map, but you're clearly in like farmland and they're talking about like, oh, this place, uh, Santa Modesta, which apparently is California. I don't get how in 1950 people have communication to people in California. But anyway, the graphics, though, like, so this is a remaster. And I actually was impressed with, like, kind of the different diverse locations. I just wish there was more. Like, it's just, it's really odd that there's only six. You got farmland. You got suburban. You got, like, a factory town. You got, of course, Washington, D.C. You got Area 42, they called it, I believe, which is, like, all desert. So I actually liked the different locations were really good. And I I loved, I actually thought the graphics, they did a fantastic job remastering it. I thought the character models, some of them looked a little wonky, but that's just the art style of the game. But besides that, I, I don't know about you guys. I, I, I was impressed with the, arts, uh, the, the graphics. I think it went from great to bad. So, because <laughs> there was one point, because when I first booted up the game, I thought that the aliens looked fantastic. Yeah. The environments, I thought they were nice, but I do think that they got kind of samey sometimes. Like it, it, I don't. They just looked a little bit too similar. For well, there's me. a lot of remodels, like of buildings and characters. So I understand that, but yeah, but like the when it comes to like the people, there's sometimes where I'm like, oh, they did a good job. And then there's one scene where it was some kind of like commander or something of the army, and he's wearing. Remember, he was wearing all tan, and he started walking. And I was like, that's not a human. What are you talking <laughs> about? There's a snake in there. It was. <laughs> Because I remember, like, it was worse th- than boots. the walking of some of Yakuza, which, you know, I like the graphics of Yakuza, but sometimes, like, when they walked, it was, like, really janky. It was it was worse than 360, this one scene. It was, no, that is not, <laughs> no creature on Earth walks like that. Unless they got a sneak in their boot. <laughs> no. But, I mean, I feel like I, I sound negative, but I actually really did enjoy the graphics. I think that might have been my, my favorite part of the game. See, I agree in that they all had this weird big jar head thing going on, at least like the main characters. 
and it or like boxy head, I guess is more what it was. And they they definitely walked goofy. One like there's one cut scene where you're in you're like controlling a, a one of the commanders or whatever. So I almost tell to, like he doesn't know how to walk properly <laughs> in a human body. But I also think it just might have been the animation. There was definitely some weird things, but. I think as a whole, like the focus of the game is you as crypto and they did a very good job with him. As far as the remaster goes, I didn't, I didn't play the original, so I don't know how to compare the graphics. I, well, I guess I could go look up the original graphics and then compare, but I thought they were great. Like it felt like a game that was built in, I don't know, 2018, 2019. Like it, it was a current modern game. It didn't feel old. The gameplay felt dated yeah. in the fact that it felt a little shallow, but it the graphics I thought were great and I don't know I liked how there was the different little biomes like you were talking about where you had the military complex you had Washington you had all this different stuff going on it I don't know in each place had unique things that would have fit the area that you were in so I, I liked that aspect of it and that even the buildings changed across all of them even if they were a little bit samey within the actual world so I liked them I did notice though with um getting back to characters real quick uh it almost seemed like somebody who watched a lot of like tv and looked up stereotypes of american people like made this because you got like the guy with in the overalls like one class down holding a freaking pitchfork <laughs> like it just like hillbilly america and then it just i just felt like it was so stereotypical with the looks and so for me like i i didn't feel like they had enough 1950s like they had like what you saw, like, 1950s girls looking at in movies and stuff. You know, the exact hair and, like, the poodle skirts or whatever. But it didn't really feel like 1950s America to me. Not that I was alive in 1950s America. <laughs> but for me, it just felt like a lot of stereotypes. And also, like, remarks on Republicans and, and different things. It just felt like somebody had, like, a very specific idea of America. Well, that's the whole joke and satire of it. It's, it's obviously not meant Which to be realistic. I get, but... Uh. Well, because Truman was a Republican, I'm pretty sure, and he was, like, the one who has created the FBI or the CIA to, like, investigate communists and all that stuff. So it was, like, I think it was very 1950s in that aspect. No, and, I agree. And also, I see, what I felt like it was, it was almost like they were trying to design it based on, like, a propaganda video from 1950s, yeah. but then make it an actual world. That's what it felt like to me. Oh, yeah. Well, definitely a lot of propaganda because I actually like that every time you complete a mission or fail, a newspaper comes out and it never says there yeah. is. It always has something else like, oh, a firework factory blew up and took out half the town. Oh, and I love like, that. It was clearly you in a spaceship taking everyone out or um, you, there was one mission where you're brainwashing people with TV and it ends up blowing up people's heads. And of course, the newspaper says something of, oh, freak lightning storm ends up killing the area. And it's just kind of funny. So, yeah, they're clearly trying to go for, like, the propaganda 1950s of communist bad, America good kind of thing, which I, I think fits perfect. I thought they did a great job at the satire. Which I do like that they implemented that with, like, the, the communist thing. And yeah. I like what he said about the propaganda. I just, for me, I think overall this humor isn't, like, my favorite. Like, I would, <laughs> like I'm the type of person, like, if somebody falls down, I think that's hilarious. Oh, yeah, you love physical Fart humor. jokes. But uh, um, this is why you don't find me hilarious because, you know, I'm full of, you know, great funny I quips. married you, didn't I? I mean, I think you're funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> funny looking. Funny enough. <laughs> Not just good. Good enough. Ah, <laughs> uh, if there wasn't a better description, I don't know what there is. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing, though, if I have to hear little green men or 
midget commies one more time oh my god i think i'm gonna scream yeah that this is my biggest complaint of this game and that is we've said it a little bit before but there is so much repeating audio and it's the worst when it's the open world and you're walking around and people see you and they just scream literally like the four lines and it got so annoying but you're not even supposed to say that word anymore so which is funny because when you first play this game they have a warning saying like hey this is a game of its time like some stuff may be a little insensitive now and you know which i didn't see that and i'm also not a sensitive person so it didn't it didn't bother me i just like i was very surprised that a game would remaster and still come out with that yeah i think i'm I'm glad they really did not touch this game yeah very much kept it the way it was just improved the graphics they just need it <laughs> and it's funny to me well, well no no because disney would have edited it uh no disney uh, all of their movies like if you look at if you try to pull up and not try to if you go and you watch any like their old ca- cartoons like steamboat willie it's like hey we know this wasn't great but we're gonna show it to you just know that we're really sorry that's true how not great it is. Where's song of the south so, they didn't put that in there they just yeah, I think that one's just that one's fully canceled. It's uh, that one's that was like canceled before being canceled happened. So like that's that's that ship has sailed. <laughs> Sorry, Song of the South. It's not even a great movie. I don't know why people are like, oh, I love Song of the South. It's I've seen it. It's I've never even movie. heard it's of it. I've never heard of it either until like people my, are like, it's not on Disney Plus, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I, I my parents bought it on eBay on like VHS in like 1998 because they remembered watching it as kids and they're like went through this whole nostalgia kick that they bought all these old Disney movies that were like out of print now. And yeah, I watched it. It's, it's not great. Your parents are racist. The only thing good about it. I don't think so, but they really liked that when I was younger. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it was, it's the only thing good about it is that splash mountain is based on it and splash mountain. Is it really? But I've always wondered this. Brer rabbit and all that. The song that says it's basically like, uh, like a, uh, so is that why they renamed Splash Mountain? Yes, as oh. a matter of fact, it is. Because so, Song of the South basically the the premise of the movie is it's like a plantation, and I think in like the mid eighteen fifties or so. So definitely some slaves happening, and like the kids go to um, uh, one of the the women slaves, and she tells them these stories about Brer Rabbit and Brer Bear and all this stuff, and that's what you're seeing on on Splash Mountain, or we're seeing. I think it's gone now. Oh, yep. fun fact for you. Thank but you yeah, it's it's not fun it's Disney really. History. So yeah, if anyone tries to complain that they can't watch Song of the South, tell them to go buy it on eBay and honestly not to waste their money because again, it's not a very good movie. <laughs> it was a very long even as a kid, you were like not impressed. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, cool. I want to go watch Pokémon now. Can I do that? <laughs> and I kind of still say that. But um it's funny about that is I didn't even take it that whole like opening line like that. I thought they were talking about like, hey, like almost what I was explain what we were talking about is that you're gonna see all the history of how things really happened, but it didn't happen this way because of the propaganda. They're gonna tell you a different story. I thought that was like a setup joke to all of those like oh. commie newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> didn't occur to me that that was a, a warning for the game. But yeah, that was. I mean, obviously in. 2019 or 20 when when did this game on 2020 yeah so it was remastered in 2020 so obviously when they did the remaster there wasn't as big of an issue with asian racism but whoa again if i had to hear 
talking about how many times they killed a Korean village. I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. guys. I murdered an entire Korean village and it's just like, okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, I guess there is a warning. Like they warn you about it, but it it actually got even worse or aged even worse just within a year. Um, Yeah. And it's not funny. It's just, it, it is in the sense that it's just crazy how quickly things change. That said, <laughs> the, the, some of the dialogue doesn't hold up very well. Does not age. Yeah, I think in like like we said before, the voice actor for Pox, he's literally like Chris Parnell with Maneater. He's literally the bread and butter of this game. He's he's kind of I enjoyed his dialogue. I want more of him. He was funny. I loved his character. Uh, my favorite when he was telling you to go investigate the scientist, and the the scientist's name is Sleepy Ernst. That one, that that line just had me crack it up actually a little bit when he first like brought that up, but uh, no, I thought this like the voice acting for me overall was pretty good. I like I said I didn't like crypto, but like the cutscenes dialogues with like some of the bad guys even was pretty good. Just Pox is the the main bread and butter. I thought the sound effects were cool. I loved hearing like the death ray or the the uh, quantum recombobulate i can't remember what it was but the the like mega gun you get on your spaceship like it actually has like a really cool effect and it actually sounds cool i just hated the random civilians dialogue like we said i like that they had the alien music like something you would expect from like yeah. x files oh yeah, yeah yeah especially when it was like loading up like the yeah. i can't even do it but yeah i i really enjoyed that and i don't think that they did it too much as well and i love that they were mimicking jack nicholson were they though? Yeah, they, I remember seeing in like an interview they specifically wanted to go with like a crazy Jack Nicholson, which okay. I I recognized what they were like trying to do the minute I heard his voice. I'm like, there's no way they got Jack Nicholson for this, and they <laughs> didn't. I mean, I don't I don't think he'd ever do a video game. But I don't know. I would play that game if he did. You never know. With COVID, a lot of them are hurting for work. <laughs> I always just think COVID. of The Shining. Oh, with his career, he doesn't need to do anything he doesn't want to do. He's up there with like Robert De Niro. They don't get That's off the couch point. for less than like uh, probably twenty million. <laughs> That's probably um, true. Unless it's a uh, Corsese. Uh, sure. Corsese. There we go. Uh, another great thing that I highly recommend this game for, and it is for achievement hunters. This game, like I said, it takes about seven and a half to twelve hours, and the it is very easy to do a thousand. This game, I know I got a thousand score. Keith got. I've got 820. The only two I don't have is ace all challenges and complete all side missions, but that's just a matter of plugging in a couple more hours of just chewing those out if I really want to. Yeah. So, like, it's that's what I like about it is that they're very attainable, like, and that's why I very well may go back and try them. It's not like, oh, that's going to be a slog. It's like, eh, that'll be a couple hours and it'll be a fun few hours. Yeah, the ace all challenges, you don't have to collect all the robots, which I loved. I love this yes, game. I, I did not just that. have an achievement just to collect things to which collect things. I said that to you. I was like, let me guess. There's an achievement to collect all robots. And you're like, actually, no. <sighs> so happy. Actually. So how long did it take you to get 1,000, Andrew? Um, I think I'm playtime. I think I'm at like nine, ten hours. Because, I mean, I played this game before, so I breezed through the campaign in no time at all. Um, and yeah, some some of the challenges gave me a little bit of a challenge. Uh, the racing ones I thought were a little difficult because you have to be like perfect. But besides that, no, they're they're all very easy and obtainable. So I highly recommend this game for achievement hunters. Getting into our final thoughts, uh, I will go first. So like I said, this was a game for me. It was a lot of fun. Really simple. This isn't once again another fun weekend game. You play an anti-hero. You're going around killing humans. It's really light. The satire for me, majority of the time, hits well. And it's nothing that's going to make you like laugh out loud, 
but I enjoyed the dialogue between Crypto and Pox. The villains, I wish they had a little more fun with, but the missions were varied. Anytime there was stealth, did not like it. Anything else, if I'm just shooting blasting, I'm having a great time. I'm having fun destroying all humans. So overall, though, I do recommend it. It's it's just it's kind of like a palate cleanser. It's not super quick to be one, but this is just a fun, mindless weekend game. I love the weapons. I just uh, the dialogues in the end, though. Ugh. So for me, I think I'm going to give this an abducted 70. Ooh, this is like I'm. See, this is what I'm saying. It's like Maneater. It's like a lot of good things to say about it, but at the end of the day, you just can't really give it a high score. So I I kind of really on track with you in, in pretty much every way. I, I, I will say maybe not. I guess the only reason I would say it's not a weekend game, if you're not doing it just for the achievement, pick it up and, and, I don't know, enjoy your time with it. Run a couple missions, try a couple challenges, put it down like as a palate cleanser. Do it just for that and, and play it when you can or want to feel like it. Or play it all in one sitting. It's it's really all up to you, but it's definitely worth playing. Yeah. It's not the greatest game I've ever played. Again, it's no game of the year. It's nothing I'm going to be like rushing out to tell people you got to play this. But if someone were to ask me, absolutely play it. It's it's well worth your time. I I think I got to give it like a seventy eight though. I I do agree that the 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 background actors are just really annoying i wish there was a way you could turn just those off maybe there is um but i, w- I wish i could otherwise yeah the I, I feel bad giving it less than 80 just because i i loved invader zim and so having invader zim's voice on there was just such a plus for me i will say so, yeah yeah keith you kind of make a good point like this is this is a game i think you could play an hour of and you could decide if you want to keep going like it's not going to radically the gameplay is not going to radically change later on the more you play it so if you just pick this up play in an hour and if you're like this isn't for me then yeah you're not going to be missing much but like if you're like okay no i'm digging this then you're gonna have a good time but liz yeah she played the first hour and she was like i don't think i'm gonna like this <laughs> this is not for me and this is why see for me it felt like a chore to play and that's that kind of sucks and i feel bad saying that i also i think my score is kind of high <laughs> because <laughs> i've been the, like the negative nancy of this episode and um I, I was gonna give it a sixty-eight, and you're at a seventy, Andrew. And you like, man, yeah. So I feel bad I that I kind of gave it a lower. For me, like, I think I gave Maneater a seventy-five, and I, I, I would have preferred Maneater over this. Hmm. I, I think too, it's just because I've already experienced this game. That's why for me, why I'm probably a little bit on the lower end. Because like after revisiting, after like I was just like playing it a bit, I'm like, yeah, I remember this was fun, but for me, it just I'm like, yeah, I already did this though. So I think that's why I'm a bit on the lower end. I like the story, and there were some aspects that I really liked. I like the graphics, and so for me, I, I didn't want to give it too low of a score, but I just, the gameplay really just killed me. I, I didn't want to play it. It's everything that I'm bad at, and <laughs> I, like from like a noob's perspective, like timed things, defense, I, I just, I don't like it. But looking at Metacritic, kind of surprising. So there are more critic reviews than user reviews. 68 from critics, and 8.1 from users. Oh, I want to point off. Yeah, could have been 69. I almost made that joke. <laughs> so critic... Because the game is just nice. Exactly. Um, a critic who gave it a 76 said, While first-time players might find it a little stale, bland, and repetitive, old players, regardless, will have fun with the game. And a user who gave it a 10 
This Whoa. game is pure fun. More games like this are needed. The remastered graphics and improved controls really bring this game to par with today's games. Well, a 10 though. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I love this game too because it's another anti-hero game. There's not a lot of anti-hero games where you're just playing the bad guy, just doing bad guy things. So, I'm glad because I always feel bad when I'm a bad guy. Sorry, dude. Although, honestly, though, you're, you're kind of are and aren't the bad guy because the the government controlling forces, like, what is it, Shade or whatever they are? Mystic. They're not very good. Mystic. Like, they're oh, trying majestic. to, like, mind control. Close. Majestic, yeah. They're just trying to mind control the population and everything, too. So, they're not really all that bad. It's just how it happens that everyone is collateral in their, in their being the bad guys. Yeah. So, you are the worst one. But not fully. <laughs> I think it kind of depends how the DNA got onto the planet. So for me, like if if it's I don't know. So I I think that maybe they really are the bad guys. I think the aliens are the from bad what guys. I remember. The way that they hinted at it. Yeah. Okay. I, I can't remember if this was another game, but they were basically saying like, "Oh, explorers being explorers on a stranded planet basically got friendly with the monkeys." Yeah, but like, <laughs> were the monkeys also friendly? <laughs> Because the first part of that makes it seem not. So that's why I'm saying, I don't know. Maybe we should leave this part out. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we're going to wrap it up for us. Uh, so basically, yeah, if you're looking for kind of a fun weekend game, this might be right up your alley. But if you're a noob, yeah, it might find it a little bit little dated. But yeah, so that's our review to Charlotte Humans. I, I recommend checking it out. So thank you again, Javier, for recommending this. Um, he is the host of Nerd Talk Plus podcast. Check them out. They've been very nice and supportive of us, and we love to hear from them. If you have a recommendation for us, you can email us at GamePassGrabBag at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook at GamePassGrabBag. We would love to hear from you. Uh, also, we will be posting pictures or reviews on our Facebook page. I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. I've been Keith, and if anyone else should trying to figure out who the voice actor was for crypto i looked it up i'll let you know he played clowno on tom and jerry the fast and the furry so that's probably why you know him um so just thought i'd leave you guys with that tidbit. a lot of people tidbit. watch that movie i watch it every day i don't know about you so wonder, yeah that's why that's where he comes from and i've been keith so bye i wonder if there's any uh video games that teddy from uh bob's burgers that voice actor's in Oh my gosh, I'd play that game. Man, if only there was like a play somewhere on like a computer where you could look I things like that I just thought up. of it. Excuse <laughs> you, I just thought of it. Almost like if there was like an internet movie database that you could look it up on. That would be really, really thing. Maybe a million dollar idea. Wow, okay. <laughs> I'm Liz Noob, Gamertag, Connor Dean. I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob, Noob is E-W. All right, everyone. We hope to see you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Okay,